The Best Worst Idea is a weekly podcast exploring how our worst ideas often give way to our best ideas. What's your best worst idea? Want to find out? Let's go. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. You look like a blueberry. Who's going to take his place? Is the answer Jesus? See this? This is my boomstick! Years ago, I lived in a small apartment on Hayworth Avenue in the Fairfax District, affectionately known as Little Russia. This was because a lot of Russian immigrants had settled there. The evidence of this can be found in the countless Russian markets, pharmacies, and restaurants that are scattered across the area. On Sundays, it was not uncommon to smell the strong smell of borscht wafting from the open windows in the neighborhood. It was both inviting and repulsive. The strong earthy smell of beets and garlic mixed with onions and beef fat as overpowering as it was when I first moved there, it became a welcoming smell that told me I was near home. In the apartment next to mine lived three generations of Russians. The OGs, as I call them, who went to the Black Sea for seafood, drinks, and dancing on a Saturday night, their married son and daughter-in-law, and their young daughter. They were insular and said very little to me. It was as if they saw me as a transient, slumming it in a neighborhood they would still be in long after I had moved on. There were large, scary, tattooed men that would come and go at all hours of the day and night. There were frequent arguments which, to be fair, could have just been lively conversations. When people get loud in Russian, it can be hard to know for sure. I used to imagine they were well-connected Russian mobsters. It didn't scare me, however, but not for the reason you might think. While they were adequately frightening at times, it really did seem to me that nobody was going to fuck with them. And if we lived in the same building, logic told me, nobody was going to fuck with me either. My upstairs landlady was an 87-year-old German woman named Ida whose forearms were formidable like Popeye and she spoke with a charming German accent. Sometimes when describing a person to me, she would say, He was a kraut, you know. She had never driven a day in her life, but listened to traffic reports on AM radio almost around the clock. I could hear them at 3 AM belching out the same information over and over again. But she was a sweetheart. A few years later, I was coming home late on a Saturday night. It must have been 2 a.m. I had to park a block away from my apartment, which is the curse of only having street parking and an apartment without a garage. When I stepped out of my car, I saw a yellow cab in the middle of the street. The driver was a small pixie of a woman. She looked concerned and was thankful I had shown up. Excuse me. She looked me dead in the eyes and asked, 
Can you help me with him? Him, I thought. Who is she talking about? I only see her. Help you with whom, I asked. She simply answered, Him. Well, I was intrigued. She opened the back door of the cab, and there, wedged between the front and back seats, was a drunk man, completely passed out. I knew he was drunk because the smell of booze was so strong, my eyes began to water. He was a big man, too, and he was really wedged in there. I decided to take action and firmly tapped him on the shoulder. Come on, pal. You can't sleep here. Time to get up and go home. Well... He wakes up and begins screaming at me. Get your fucking hands off me! That's my best Russian accent, sorry. So I take my hands off him and say, fine, let's go. The tone of his voice changes almost instantaneously. Help me, please! Help me! I actually felt sorry for the guy. So I reach down to help him and the second my hand touches him, he screams again. Don't fucking touch me! I'll fucking kill you! Make up your mind, dude. Which is it? You want help or not? Again, the tone of his voice changed. Help me, please! Help me! I fall for it again and reach down to unfuck this guy from his situation. Don't you fucking touch me! I kill you! At this point, I was done. Or so I thought. I turned to the cab driver and told her, just call a cop. Call 911. I'm out of here. She nods. She dials her cell phone and while it's ringing and ringing, she pleads with me. Can you stay until they get here? Oh, I wanted this, I know. But all I could see is having to smoke a huge turd in purgatory if anything happened to this poor woman. So against my better judgment, I stayed. Well, how long could it take for the cops to arrive? Well, let me tell you something. Wherever it is you think drunk Russian stuck in cab falls on the police priority list, I'm here to tell you it's lower. Much, much lower. I heard gurgling sounds. I looked. The man was vomiting onto the floor of the cab. An endless spew poured out of him, followed by a bubbling gurgle that rolled at the back of his throat. The evacuation of his stomach must have helped because... Now, he was full-throated in his threats of violence against anyone who would dare to answer his cries for help. The sounds traveled in the night air. Soon, windows were being thrown open. Neighbors were yelling for him to shut the fuck up. Then, other awakened neighbors appeared in their pajamas and sweats. An impromptu think tank convened to decide what to do. There were two opposing solutions. One yank him from the cab and leave him in the street. Two, do nothing and let the police handle it. All of this did nothing to solve my immediate problem. None of these proposals included them telling me to go home to bed without looking back. You might even be asking yourself, why was this such a hard problem to solve? Just yank him out, he won't remember shit. But no. You can't do that because if something happens to him, you'll be culpable. He could sue you. The last thing anyone should do is lay a finger on this man. The debate raged on, and loudly. Finally, a man emerged from his apartment in just his boxer shorts and nothing else. He pushed past all of us and grabbed the drunk man and yanked him out of the cab onto the cold asphalt. 
Without saying a word, he pushed past us again and went back into his apartment to sleep. The think tank convened again. We can't leave this man on the street. The humane thing would be to carry him to the sidewalk, which we did. The man kicked and screamed all the way before passing out on a small strip of sidewalk grass. The cab driver rifled through his pockets, which incensed some of the crowd. The woman just wanted the cab fare she was owed. She took a handful of bills and shoved them into her pocket. The stretch of sidewalk where the man ended up was next to a gate behind which was another of the two dozen apartment buildings on our block. A sleepy-eyed woman emerged from the building and looked down at the unconscious man on the ground. Do you know this guy? I asked. The woman never took her eyes off the man and simply said, Oh yeah, that would be Yuri. Then to add insult to injury, the police arrived. About two hours had passed since the initial call. The officers got out of the car and seemed determined to get to the bottom of things. One of them said someone called in and said there was a dead guy lying in the street. Good to know, I thought. When he saw the man was alive but very intoxicated, he asked if anyone could tell them what had happened. I volunteered, I said. I can tell you I was the first one to stop and help. The officer put his hand up in front of me before I could finish the sentence and said forcefully, Sir, 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 shut the fuck up. The squashed down rage of every shit sandwich I'd ever been forced to eat was now at the back of my throat. Hey, I shouted. Fuck you. I flipped him the bird with both hands before turning and walking to my own apartment. No good deed, etc., etc., etc. In the following days and weeks, I would spot Yuri walking his little dog or hanging around the outside of his apartment building. I never once mentioned the incident to him. I wondered if he even remembered that any of it had even happened. I smiled to myself because I would remember it for him for the rest of my life. Yeah.